not here. I'm right there. How are you guys? What's up? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. It's so good to see you guys tonight. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a blessed weekend, had a great weekend. Um, I had an amazing weekend. I did a lot of different stuff. Like I actually left my bubble and it was amazing. Um, so good to see you guys today. We are, um, I hope everyone that some of you that are new to the show, um, we have started this thing that we're talking about prayer and it's a 40 day prayer challenge, but um, I think it's a little bit more than just a challenge or it doesn't even necessarily have to be a competition. It's just a commitment to, hey, we're going to stretch our faith and we're going to pray bigger and bolder prayers and just be consistent about it. So a lot of the shows have been um, talking about prayer and different ways of prayer or, you know, just different situations. So tonight's no different. Uh, we're going to talk about not praying away the pain um, and then also go over a couple of things. I'm reading this book that is also about prayer and uh, we'll talk about that. So, guys, this is a very interactive show. You guys are the show. So radio audience, podcast audience, first and foremost, thank you. We're almost at 40,000 downloads, which is really cool. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, you guys can join the conversation over here uh, at Facebook at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. You can watch on YouTube, Twitch. Uh, there's a lot of new audiences. So thank you guys very much. Walter, always good to see you, man. Congratulations on the next Impactor. What's up, Olive? Always good to see you. Holy freaking crap. What's up, Tia? How are you? Long time no see. Julie, good to see you. Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered. Amazing to see you. So first things first, we're going to get into this, and then we're going to talk about not praying away the pain. The Lord is the Lord of all universes, which means within every realm, material, spiritual, psychological, emotional. The same principles of creativity and materialization apply. Boy, I didn't start that off good. Let me start over. The Lord is the Lord of all universes, which means within every realm, material, spiritual, psychological, or emotional, the same principles of creativity and materialization apply. The ways of the Lord of the process of energy by which life moves forward. That energy is not without, but within. Activated as much by feeling as by thought. If you guys have any questions, feel free to ask them in the comments. You guys, again, are very much a part of the show. So your questions, comments are all appreciated. That's why, radio audience, you want to join us over here on social media. Life unfolds in three phases. Wait, wait, let me back up. We move into his power through silence and communion in the presence of God we learn from him in his ways. So that is important to me. And the reason I want to talk about that is, and I would like to get your opinion, but for me, like to move into his power through silence and communion, basically I've said through surrender, I've discovered that I've, I have way more power and way more strength in a place of surrender, in a place of silence, in a place of uh, just being still and resting. I have found in that place, that is where my strength comes. So that this comment, I'll read it one more time because new people joined. We move into his power through silence and communion. In the presence of God, we learn from him and his ways. Like one of the biggest mistakes I think that's made, and, and I know I have done and do the same thing with prayer, is that sometimes I don't shut up. Like sometimes I'm just talking and talking and talking and like asking God questions and 
and just asking for this or proclaiming this or declaring that. The fact is that you do get to be quiet and be still. And that's another level of surrender, I believe, also, like in getting to that place where you can be still and you can let go of control of, of all the things that you want and start to hear what he wants for your life. And the beauty of that is when your heart is in the right place, those two things align. And when those two things align, magic happens. Magic happens. Hey, Peggy, good to see you. Alev, Robert, always good to see you guys. Um, okay, I'll keep going. Thanks. Um, life unfolds in phases of three. The realm of the spirit, who is your possibility? The arc of life moves from point to counterpoint, higher to lower, love, love to fear, creativity to stagnation. In those two phases, we are not at the end of the mystical blueprint. All powerlessness stems from failure to understand this point. The key to empowerment, personal and collective, is the understanding that through darkness stalks the light and it won't always come to reassert itself. No matter what is happening, the universe is invested in healing. Journey is a realm of devotional awareness by which we examine the meaning behind or experience and dust game the spiritual power to endure. Boy, I don't think that made any sense. I tried dictating my notes and it didn't work out right there. Oh no. Is a space of greater knowing as we transit, transit from the realms of hope through worldly despair and ultimately onto victory. The mystical life is a life lived with understanding of its place with the epic drama of God's involvement. It seeks knowledge of what every situation fits into the restrictive intention of the universe. Without this understanding, we are blind and shall remain stuck in a pattern of endless repetition or sleep. So that hamster wheel that I always talk about, in that situation, it, like talking about the hamster wheel of pain that we all get stuck on. Like we, we eventually, I think, Maybe that's why we can't outrun like our shadow. We can't outrun our past. And like in every situation, we keep repeat, repeating the same, you know, relationship problems over and over again, or the same work problems until we face it. Like we have no choice but to eventually face it or just die. Because eventually we have to. Isn't it so much easier just to take it on now? Without the understanding, we are blind and it's stuck in a pattern of endless repetition or sleep. Even if this is our choice, God's choice will ultimately supersede our own and eventually we will awaken. Again, he's, he's every obstacle that we are faced with, every one of our obstacles, is an opportunity for us, I think in a lot of cases, to answer prayers. Because I swear to you, every time I pray for something big, I see this huge obstacle show up. I think they're put there to help us overcome it, to learn from it, to grow from it, to step into that person that is worthy of receiving what we've been praying for. Maybe. I don't know. What's it like for you? Even if it is our choice, God's will will ultimately supersede our own and eventually we will awaken. We shall be awakened by a higher examination of mind, 
which is always some form of love. Our only choice is to wake up now or later. This is to say that we cannot remain asleep or limited by purely materialistic consciousness forever. It is contrary to the universal order of darkness to remain. All storms pass. The prince always arrives to kiss an awakening sleeping beauty. Tyrants of the world ultimately are always defeated. Do not mentally resist the darkness. And two, know that the light is coming. Do not allow faithlessness to slow the process down. To say that we will not resist darkness means that we will not fight the phases of worldly unfoldment by we will not allow our minds to be tempted to believe that darkness is truth. Okay, so how many of you, like in that situation, like think about that, how you have those voices in your head that they're telling you, it's like, yeah, you know what? I could do coke one more time. Or I can, it wouldn't be a big deal if I slept with her. That guy was a big deal. Like, go ahead and do that. Like those voices that talk to you, that tell you, you know, it's like, yeah, it makes this seem like a good idea. And it's typically not. It is not true. It is not truth, but a very powerful illusion. God has established within our minds the mode, the mode of correction for mental errors. The righteous mind becomes a tool for the rebuilding of the earthly kingdom. The mind has been graced with light, becomes vessels of the world's illumination. The purpose of prayer is the alignment of the mind with the thoughts and the will of God. The world as we know it is a realm of trapped light. Light we must release back to the forces of healing and correction. The key to this release is conscious attention to what which prayer is. So basically you're praying for these things. I can't wait to get into the other part of this. I, I think this will make all of this make sense. There's a reason I'm reading this. When faced with pain, we are tempted to look the other way. The key to victory is to look at it straight in the eye. So face your giants head on. We don't go to God. Wait, we don't go to God is a way to, by not going to God is a way to ignore pain. We go there to give him our pain that we might soften around it as we relax to our trust in him. In other words, surrender his pain, or I'm sorry, surrender our pain, surrender all of our pain to him. Let it go. We've, been, we've become bigger than the pain, thus able to absorb it. As we surrender our despair to process of God's all-out chemical, ah, the process of God's out, out, I see I butchered this because I, again, dictated the text thinking I would be able to read this better. The pain moves through us more quickly. Our light moves out. I completely butchered that. Forgive me. If you were at the beginning of something and everything is great in your life. Oh, and by all means, by happy, but be happy, but do not take it for granted. But if you're experiencing turmoil or betrayal of the world, then all means, by all means, be sad, but know you are not defeated. In fact, you are in the midst of your resurrection and rebirth. So do not forget to praise him and give thanks. So it takes me back to that verse and all things give thanks. Because they assure you that that perceived bad thing that you're going through right now may be the very thing that answers a prayer once you face it head on. It may be the very thing that sets you free. Or it may be that one thing that positions you to walk into a new relationship that is suited for you 
to be to be accessed, to be that love you've always dreamed about, to be that that person that you want to have a child with. Like maybe that's available for you. Or just on the other side of that thing that you get to face. So as you guys know, I've been talking about the prayer book, Draw the Circle. And today we're doing day four, and it's called Don't Pray Away. So if you have pens, Tia, good to see you. Uh, thank you for stopping by. Um, so if you guys have a pen, do you want to write this down? But one thing you should read is John 9, 1 through 5. And the question is, how did Jesus set the record straight about why the man in this story has been born blind? And the only way you can answer that question is by looking it up. But here's what I wanted to talk about. What is the difference between praying away and praying through? So how many of us, when we pray, like this, I would love your feedback on this. So like YouTube audience and Facebook audience and Twitch, you Twitch, you guys, I'd love your feedback here. When you're praying and you're going through a storm or, you know, you're getting ready to, you know, you've got this business deal, right? That it's, it's pending somebody getting the financing or whatever it may be, or you're really close to scoring the biggest commission of your life. Um, or you're just in your, in the, or you're at war with your family and you're just, you're struggling, you're holding on to something. Or you you know, you find, you get a diagnosis that's really, really terrifying for you. Obviously, most of us in that situation would start going, oh, please, God, take this away. Oh, God, please don't make this happen. Please, I don't want to experience this. I don't want to go through this heartache. Oh, please, Lord, just, just, just heal her, heals his heart. You know, he'll see, he'll see, he'll be able to love me, heal his heart, help him heal. Like whatever it may be for you, like how many of us pray, try to pray away the pain. And I would like to contend that looking back over the course of my life, I would think that I remember when I first got to jail the last time, I remember begging my mom to, to bail me out of jail begging and she wouldn't do it. I was terrified. I was terrified of being there. And I mean, I'd been to jail before, but this time I'm looking at five years, completely different situation. And I begged her, please get me out of here. She wouldn't. Leaving me there is what changed everything in my life. But even thinking about all of the other situations in my life, all the, the heartache and the struggle, the self-inflicted pain, uh, the pain I didn't ask for, thinking about all those situations now puts me in a place where I get to go, you know, I, I truly am grateful that that all happened. And in all those situations where I had to just sit through the pain, I, I'm so grateful I went through all of it now. And now that I've been learning this power of when I'm experiencing something I don't like, being able to shift that and pray for the vision to see the opportunity in this problem or the vision to see 
the the opportunity to see the lesson that needs to be learned, you know, painful lesson of, you know, putting out publicly that I'm going to take this leap of faith for God and, and, and marry a woman I didn't know. That was a bold, daring <laughs> leap of faith. And I got to tell you something that it, it, I'm so grateful that I was in this place mentally of knowing that, yeah, this is going to suck. This is going to, I'm going to get some serious criticism here. I'm going to be made fun of. I'm going to be mocked. I'm risking mocking my Lord. I'm doing all this stuff. But I'm, I'm so fortunate. I was in a place of just not internalizing this, but just seeing the lessons that were available to learn that were so important for me. Because if I wanted to play the victim role or, or, or any, any other mindset that I wanted to carry into the situation, it would have dramatically shifted the things that happened after that. Like for instance, I don't think I would have ever gotten to a place of just being able to completely surrender or completely trust myself. I don't think that those things would have ever happened, but I really feel like praying through things is a, is a, is a very powerful, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, I mean, obviously it's empowering. It's empowering. It's an empowering prayer through the situation because if you look at it through the mindset of, okay, I don't like this. This hurts. This really sucks what I'm going through right now. But being able to, to, to declare that, you know what, I've got power in this situation. There's something here in this moment right now, even though it hurts, there's something in this moment that I get to use to propel me forward. There's a lesson here for me to learn. What is it that is empowering? And I truly believe that if we can approach God, remember that in the episodes, uh, last episode, we talked about like praying confidently and just with the knowing, because we are praying within, within line of God's will for our life. We're praying for things that we can bless other people with, right? We're praying this. We're making these bold, confident prayers. This is the same thing when you pray through your pain. Hope that makes sense. So what, what is a situation in your life where you saw God change you through it rather simply, wait, what is a situation in your life where you saw God change you through it rather than simply make the problem go away? So good question. What's a time in your life that God, you prayed with God through the situation? Like what was, what was the lesson? Like what did you learn? I'd love to hear from you if you guys want to share. Some, t some try to pray the adversity way. Others pray as they move forward through the adversity. That's right. God got me into it. God get me through it. Ride the wave. Lord is on board. We will always come out on the other side. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you very much, Aaron. Very much. Thank you, Robert. So short show today. Um, nothing. I just, I'd love to know your feedback on any of this stuff and uh, love to get your thoughts. I hope that the, the, those of you who are committed to praying are, you know, you're doing it and you're seeing some changes. You're seeing some things or maybe your faith is getting stronger. That would be pretty cool too. Anyway, you guys have a blessed night. Talk to you soon.